Hey, you're tuning in. Yes, you're tuning in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode number 70. That's right, episode show number 70, season number two of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. The game is underway. You know, we did check the SEC, um, the BigJReport.com SEC power rankings back on our last podcast, episode 69. Now we're a little bit further into the game. The Jaguars trailing the Colts 20 to 9, but it is halftime. Uh, Matthew Wright uh, kicked a field goal as uh, time was running out, kicked a 56-yarder. I believe that's his longest field goal he's ever kicked. And the Jags do trail at halftime. The Indianapolis Colts 20, the Jacksonville Jaguars 9 at the halftime. In fact, the third quarter now just starting uh, to get underway. Trevor Lawrence has not looked good in the first half. He's got a long way to go. Trevor, my goodness, in the first half, Trevor Lawrence was three out of 14 for 36 yards. You know, Wentz not, I mean, Wentz not a whole lot better. 12 for 21, 98 yards. Rushing yards, Jamal Agnew, two carries for 71 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Taylor for Indianapolis, 14 carries, 107 yards and one touchdown. Receiving yards, Dan Arnold, one catch for 24 yards. Uh, Pittman had three receptions for 29 yards from quarterback Carson Wentz with the Indianapolis Colts. The game now has moved into the third quarter, just underway in the third quarter. The Colts 20, the Indianapolis Colts 20. The Jacksonville Jaguars, nine. We are in the third quarter of the game. We'll have final stats at the conclusion of the game on this particular podcast episode show, episode show number 70 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. So we gave you a few of the stats. We're also going to check high school football uh, from across the area, get some reports and interviews with um, Alex Nunry uh, today as well. And the Jaguars now two and six on the season. The Jags have won two out of their last three games. Today is off to a tough start. I did see Taven Bryan getting more pressure on the quarterback some today. The Jags defense going all out, but they got to play better in the second half uh, for the Jags to have a chance, you know, actually to come back. So we're going to get to some. High school football scores, we want to talk to about our sponsors, Anchor.fm, the easiest and simplest way um, to make a podcast. Great creation tools, improvements, and enhancements over the last year or more with Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, we also want to talk about Saucer Realty for your real estate needs, home, residential, business, commercial, Hey, Larry Saucer and his staff, Larry is sanctioned, uh, you know, selling by real estate in Gainesville, Jacksonville, of course, Lake City, Live Oak, and uh, most all areas in between. Man, we got down to 43 degrees in Jacksonville on Sunday morning, uh, November the 14th. We gave you the SEC power rankings in our last podcast episode show, uh, number 69. And here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast, we are listened to in as many as uh, 36 states. So, again, we appreciate you uh, tuning into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. 
Uh, low temperatures across our many areas. Jacksonville, Florida cleared at 43 this morning. You fall Alabama 36 and sunny Apopka, Florida, uh, 51 and sunny where Larry Cole gives us a lot of, gives us a lot of good information out of Apopka. We'll be checking high school football scores. Apopka did win their game over Creekside. I believe it was 42 to nothing, but I'm going to pull up the, um, uh, the scores also with the high school football scores. We should have a lot of high school football scores to give you uh, from Friday night uh, back on November the 12th. The um, in I think Alabama's in the second round of the state playoffs in Florida, uh, the first round, and I believe Georgia as well. But we'll take a look at some uh, some high school football scores for you. Again, the Colts leading the Jaguars. The Colts 20, Indianapolis Colts 20, the Jacksonville Jaguars 9. Now the game just getting underway in the third quarter. Trevor Lawrence has not had a good game. He took off and, and made a couple of good runs. But, hey, we'll be keeping uh, keeping an eye on the second half, and we'll have complete stats on the Jaguars game once it, once it concludes today uh, with the Colts. So let's uh, pull up some high school football scores from Friday night. I believe most all these scores are final. Sometimes we end up getting some late scores that aren't final, but let's take a look. Uh, the high school football playoff scoreboard in North Florida, South Georgia, Central Florida, and a pocket and parts of South Alabama, too, on Friday night, November the 12th. Uh, here's the high school football playoff scoreboard. The Apopka Blue Darters, 42. Creekside, nothing. Uh, the Reigns Vikings, who are, you know, two-time state champions over the last five years. The Reigns Vikings, 24. The Terry Parker Braves, 10. As Terry Parker gets eliminated from the playoffs. Again, the Reigns Vikings, 24. The Terry Parker Braves, 10. Baldwin, that's right, Baldwin. Or some people say Baldwin. Baldwin, 28. Mariana, 14. A final. It is the first playoff win, I understand, ever in program history for Baldwin. Baldwin 28, Mariana 14, the final score. Uh, University, uh, Orange City 35, Fletcher 14. So the school from the uh, Jacksonville Beaches, um, Jacksonville, Florida Beaches, Fletcher gets defeated. University Christian, I'm sorry, University Orange City. Let me repeat that, University Orange City, 35, Fletcher, 14, the final. Union County moves to the second round of the playoffs. Now they had a first-round victory. Uh, Union County, Florida, 49, Trenton, 13. Again, Union County, Florida, 49, Trenton, 13, the final. Edgewater, where my mother went to school, Orlando, Edgewater, 42, Bartow, 13, the final. Edgewater moves to the second round. Uh, Keystone Heights has only been beaten like once all year long. Keystone Heights looked good in the playoffs. Keystone Heights, 50, Umatilla, nothing, a final. Baker County eliminated my Ed White Commanders. Baker County Wildcats, 28, the Ed White Commanders, 12 in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, the University Christian from here in Jacksonville, Florida, University Christian, 66, Rocky Bayou, nothing. A final. Wakula eliminated the Bishop Kenny Crusaders. Wakula 52. Bishop Kenny Crusaders 24. A final. 
and uh, Nice, um, some people said this was actually an upset. Nice 24, Spruce Creek 21. That's Tim Tebow's old high school. Nice winning their first round playoff game. Nice 24 and Spruce Creek 20. Formerly known as Lee High School. And you know, my dad, he passed away last year, but he always used to ask me, how did Lee High do? Well, the school formerly known as Lee High School here in Jacksonville, the Riverside High School Generals did win their playoff game. The Riverside High School Generals 17, Lake City, Columbia County Tigers 3. So the formerly known as Lee High School, the Riverside High School Generals will move to the second round of the playoffs. The Riverside High School Generals 17, Lake City, Columbia County 3, the final these two schools have really played some incredible games and a lot of hard-hitting defensive battles in the last couple of years between Riverside and Lee, or between Lee High School and Lake City. So again, formerly known as Lee High School, Riverside High School General 17, and the Lake City Columbia Tigers, the Lake City Columbia County Tigers 3, the final. Bartram Trail blasted Lake Brantley. Bartram Trail 42, Lake Brantley 6, the final score. We're going to check in with Alex Nunnery. He was at that game between Bartram Trail and Lake Brantley. Bartram Trail winning at 42-6. to Let's now join Alex Nunnery and get some reports and interviews with the one and the only Alex Nunnery. He's everywhere. That's our BigJReport.com sports reporter doing interviews and reports for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Here now is Alex Nunnery. Alex? Ladies, gentlemen, this is the final regular season football game for Florida High School Athletic Association. As tonight, we are here at the bullpen of Tokoy Creek High School, home of the Tokoy Creek Toros. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's football game features the visiting Pedro Menendez Falcons coming into this game at 4-5. And, and the home team from right here in St. Augustine, Tokoy Creek Toros High School. A brand new high school. Their head coach in his first season, Mike Kolakowski. The head coach of the Falcons in his first season is Matt Potak. Falcons of Pedro Menendez High School. The athletic director at Pedro Menendez High School is Matt McCool. And ladies and gentlemen, the athletic director here at Tacoy Creek High School, a longtime resident of St. John's County, Florida, Mr. Jeff Holland. The kicker for the tour is number 13, Ronaldo Badina. Touchdown, Falcons. Noah Lawless on the touchdown on a 45-yard touchdown. Falcons run. Bryce Addison's extra point is terrific. Your score with 10.25 left in the first quarter. It's the Menendez Falcons 7, the Tokoy Creek Toros 
about to get the football for the first time. One of the Tokoy Creek Toros assistant coaches, Jerry Crafts, played in the NFL for the Buffalo Bills, ladies and gentlemen. He's one of the biggest boosters of Tokoy Creek High School. That's Titus Ragland on the return for the Toros. He takes it up to the 43-yard line of Tokoy Creek. That's a first down, Toros. Tokoy Creek, as we mentioned, a brand new high school. This is only their second game at Tokoy Creek Football Stadium. Wendell Dean, the ball carrier for the Toros. A gain of about, we call it about 25 yards. And a first down, Toros. Jaden Williams on the interception. First down, Falcons. After that play, Julian Quintero, the keeper. Again, of a yard. It's second and nine at the 14 yard line. Noah Lullis on the keeper. A gain of 11 yards. First down, Falcons. Kaiz Raglan. On the couch for the Toros. First down, Toros. Wendell Dean, two yards to go. Wendell Dean, a gain of four yards, attended Bartram Trail High School his first two years of high school. It brings up third and two for the Toros. That's Ryan Pickles with the pick six touchdown Falcons. A 75-yard interception for Ryan Pickles, a senior for Pedro Menendez High School. Pretty good kicker right here. You can hear it coming off. That's Wendell Dean, the ball carrier, 65-yard. First down, Toro's run. By number 26, Wendell Dean. He's a junior, folks. We are through three quarters here at Tokoy Creek High School, home of the Mighty Toro's. The score, Pedro Menendez. Falcons 20 and the Toros of Tokoy Creek High School nothing. I'm sure you've seen tonight that there are a lot of future Tokoy Toros. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the Falcons, they are from St. Augustine, Florida. About 30 minutes away from here in Tokoy Creek High School. Touchdown, Torah.
Wendell Dean with a one-yard touchdown. Toro's run. Ladies and gentlemen, your score with 11-11 left in the fourth quarter. It's to Corey Creek, 20. Menendez, 6. Ronald Belladino's kick is no good. But ladies and gentlemen, Orbanino's kick is no good. That's Terrell Newsom on the interception. First down, Falcons. Ladies and gentlemen, we have approached the end of this terrific football game. Your score, the Menendez Falcons 20. And the Tsukori Creek Toros 6. What a win for Menendez. What a great game we had tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We will try to get a few interviews out. As soon as possible. When you get a chance, check out our website, bigjreport.com. We're here with Coach Mike Kolakowski of Tacori Creek. How did you all play tonight, Coach? You know, I think the score, uh, defensively, I thought we played that well of a football game. You know, their defense did a good job against our offense. We couldn't get we couldn't get the explosion plays or anything going right there. You know, but we had opportunities. You know, had the ball down inside the red zone a couple times, came away with nothing. So I was, you know, I was pleased, you know, with what you know what our kids did tonight. Yes, sir. Good luck and and next year, Coach. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. We're here with number three for Tacoy. I believe Antonio Juarez. That is me. How did you play tonight? Uh, you know, obviously, I think the defense did really well, but I feel like there's always somewhere we can improve on, and that's what we need to work on in this 22 offseason. Yes, sir. How, how did you all play all season in the first-year program of Tacoy Creek High School? Uh, all season, I, I'm really proud of my performance, you know. Uh, there's the, it's just the little things, you know. We just got to make those little – Stop those little mistakes, and we can move on and be a championship defense, offense, and team. Yes, sir. Good luck. Thank you, sir. All right, we're here with Kais of Tacori Creek. How did you play tonight? I feel like I could have did better, you know. I messed up on a couple of my plays. You know, I, I lost a little attention to detail. But, you know, overall, I'm glad how we played. We worked hard through it. We fought. And, you know, I just couldn't ask for anything more than what we just did. Yes, sir. What do y'all have to do to improve on next year for Tacori Creek? Buy into the off season. That's all I'm gonna say. Buy into the off season. If you know what that means, you know what it means. Yes, sir. Hey, good luck, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. The Jacksonville Mighty Dolphins won tonight in men's basketball. 79 to 43 over the Trinity Baptist. College Eagle. The first win in Coach Jordan Mincy's college career. Oh, Sai. Oh, Sifo. A red shirt junior from McKinney, Texas, had 12 points for the Dolphins. Jordan Davis, a graduate transfer from Irmo, South Carolina, 
had 12 points for the Dolphins. And Bryce Workman, a redshirt junior from Tampa, had 12 points for the Dolphins. And a nice win tonight. Osayo Sifo played his college career last year at the University of Florida Gators. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. A part of a BigJReport.com production. My name is Alex Nunnery. We are here at Bears Stadium on this at Bears Stadium in downtown Truco, Florida on this beautiful Friday night of November 12th. As ladies and gentlemen, it's the first round of the Florida High School Playoffs for football. The Bartram Trail Bears tonight will host the visiting Lake Mary Lake Brantley Patriots, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Lake Brantley High School. Located in Altamont Springs, Florida. They are called the Lake Brantley Patriots. Their head coach in his sixth season is David Del Fiaco. The Bears, located right here in downtown Fruit Cove, Florida. The head football coach in his 22nd season, Daryl Sutherland. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this football game will host the winner of Creekside. We'll play the winner of Creekside and Apaka next week. Ladies and gentlemen, the most noble alumni from Lake Brantley High School. One of the best catchers in MLB history, Jason Veritek. Patrick DeMarco, Chris DeMarco, Felipe Lopez, Nick Franklin, Johnny Venters, and D. Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, also Rob Thomas is a Lake Brantley Patriot alumni. Rob Thomas, one of the drummers of Matchbox 20 Band. Ladies and gentlemen, the most noble alumni from Bartram Trail High School, you have Nathan Peterman. You have Xavier Brewer. You have Connor Maribel, Kyle Parker, Paul Belsick, and many, many other Bartram Trail alumni. Ladies and gentlemen, the most noble players for the Patriots, you have Andrew and Michael Harris. You have Mason Norwood. Ladies and gentlemen, you also have Braxton Woodson, the quarterback, and Isaiah. (laughs) 
Isaiah Anderson, one of the best right guards in the country. Ladies and gentlemen, the most noble alumni from Bartram, the most noble players for Bartram Trail High School. You have the kicker and sophomore, Liam Padrone. You also have a really good junior defensive back, Sharif Denson. A sophomore quarterback, Riley Trujillo. A really good senior linebacker, Micah Pollard. Senior defensive end, Zagri Graham. And ladies and gentlemen, senior defensive back, Hello, Doozy. Ladies, gentlemen, and another noble alumni for the Bartram Trail Bears. You have one of the best running backs, a senior, a Duke Blue Devil commit, Eric Weatherly. Ladies, gentlemen, head coach of Lake Bramley High School, Mr. David Delfiaco. He actually played his high school football at Lake Brantley High School. And played his college football at UCF. For the Lake Brantley Patriots, their leading runner, Mason Norwood with 1,366 yards and 14 touchdowns. Linebacker Andrew Harris with 99 tackles leads the Patriots. Josh Wild leads the Patriots with eight sacks on the season. And the Patriots kicker, Aaron Myers. The Patriots, ladies and gentlemen, run the triple option. So both of their quarterback and their running back have over 1,000 yards rushing. The Patriots have, have only thrown for 391 yards. That's their quarterback. He's a junior, Braxton Woodson. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Mason Norwood on the carry. Touchdown, Patriots! A six-yard run for the senior running back, Mason Norwood. 8.36 remaining. Lake Brantley, six. Fortune Trail, nothing. Aaron Myers kick is blocked on the play. To set up that touchdown, Norwood ran 53 yards before that touchdown run, ladies and gentlemen. That's a really good senior, Mason Norwood. Hey, Jay Magus. A 13-yard touchdown, Bears run. Liam Patron on to attempt the extra point. His kick is terrific. 6-17 left in this first quarter. It's 
The Bears, seven, and the Patriots, six. Ladies and gentlemen, Liam Patron, one of the best kickers in high school football. He's only a junior. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, Liam Padrone, only a sophomore. One of the best kickers in the country of high school football, ladies and gentlemen. Braxton Woodson gets sacked by Micah Pollard. A 14 yard loss brings up fourth and 24 for the Patriots. Micah Pollard, a University of Michigan commit. Ladies and gentlemen, your score at the end of the first quarter. It's Bartram Trail, seven. Lake Brantley, six. Touchdown, Bears! That's Eli Sutherland. That's number 80, Eli Sutherland with the catch for the Bears. A touchdown, Bartram Trail. Please show me your score. With 9.21 left in this second quarter, it's the Mighty Bears. 14 and Lake Brantley 6. Once again, 921 left in that second quarter. It's Bartram 14, Lake Brantley 6. Ladies and gentlemen, if Bartram Trail wins this football game, they will host the winner of Creekside and Apopka next week. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this game. Their season comes to an end. The loser. Season comes to an end. Ladies and gentlemen, we have approached halftime. Your score, it's Bartram Trail 14. Lake Brantley, six. Eric Weatherly, a 29 yard run on and on the tackle number 10 that's the previous play it's second down and one for the bears uh second down and goal from the one i should say that's eric Wesley. a two-yard touchdown bears your score with 10 10 left in the third quarter. It's Bartram Trail, 21, Lake Brantley, six. Ladies and gentlemen, over in Spruce Creek High School in the second quarter, it's Nice, seven, Spruce Creek, seven. At Fletcher High School, it's University of Orange City, 14, Fletcher, 14. At Reigns High School, it's the Reigns Vikings, 10. Terry Parker, 7. Lathan Biddle, ladies and gentlemen, one of the best sophomore running backs in the country with a touchdown, Bears. Your score with 
a little over four minutes left in this third quarter. It's Bartram Trail, 28. Lake Brantley, six. Yeah. Touchdown, Bears! That's Riley Trujillo. Into the end zone. He's one of the best quarterbacks in this class. He's only a sophomore, ladies and gentlemen. Your score with 3.23 remaining in the third quarter. It's the Bears from Bartram Trail High School, 35. And the Lake Brantley Patriots, 6. Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the third quarter. Your score, the Bartram Trail Bears, 35. The Lake Brantley Patriots, six. Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of this football game. Your Bartram Trail Bears, 42. And ladies and gentlemen, the Lake Brantley Patriots, six. The last touchdown by Bartram Trail run by Cade Duncan. Ladies and gentlemen, what a season for Lake Brantley. Six and five on the season. We're here with Coach Delfiaco of Lake Brantley. One heck of a season for y'all, Coach. How did y'all play tonight? Well, I thought the first half we played, we played real well. Um, we were in the game and uh, we were moving the ball offensively. And in the second half, unfortunately, uh, we had they had a big kickoff return to start the second half off and scored on us quick and got up on us quick. And uh, it was kind of tough for us to recover from that. And, uh, you know, give credit to them. They're a good football team, and, and they deserve the win. And uh, I'm just proud of my kids. They played hard all season long and, and earned themselves to get here. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, that was uh, Alex Nunnery. Got a little bit of everything there. Alex's reports on uh, Bartram Trail, the Bartram uh, Trail High School football playoff game. Um, we also, I believe, uh, Alex uh, did a couple of interviews from uh, Tacoa Creek's team last week. And we got a congratulations. Alex congratulated uh, JU Basketball on, uh, I believe, getting off to a, a really, really good start. So, Got a lot going on, and uh, again, we want to say, hey, uh, Alex has been doing a good job with the high school football scores. Again, Alex was at the uh, Bartram Trail game, and he also interviewed the Lake Brantley coach after the game. Really, really nice for the Lake Brantley coach to uh, do the interview with Alex, uh, even after the difficult loss for Lake Brantley. Bartram Trail 42, Lake Brantley 6, the final. Mainland lost to Jones, Jones 28, Mainland 21, uh, Florida High, uh, and this was a partial score, we'll have to update this one, but Florida High last we had heard, Florida High was defeating Episcopal 41 to 13, and Florida High should have won that game, um, let's see some other scores, uh, West Florida 21, North Marion 14, that was a fourth quarter score, St. Thomas Aquinas that's St. Thomas, Aquinas 29, Delray Beach nothing. That was a partial score, too, that we had Bishop Moore 14, Donnellan 6 in the third quarter. 
We'll have to update some of these scores. West Orange beat Durant. Uh, West Orange 56. I'm sorry. West Orange 55. Durant 6 the final. Uh, Vanguard defeated Palm Bay Heritage 31 to nothing. First Academy 42. Lake Placid 7 a final. Miami Killian 60. Cypress Lake nothing a final. Uh, Bishop Moore 21 to Nettlin 14 fourth quarter. We, we've got some partial scores on here. We had so many. High school football scores. Boy, it was tough keeping up with all of them. Uh, Gadsden County eliminated the Andrew Jackson Tigers. I will say this about the Andrew Jackson Tigers. The program has been dramatically improving, you know, over the last couple of years. Uh, Gadsden County 16, the Jacksonville, Florida, Andrew Jackson Tigers 14. As Andrew Jackson bows out of the first round of the playoffs. Close game, though. Gadsden County, Gadsden County 16, Jacksonville, Florida, Andrew Jackson Tigers 14. Uh, we'll mention Jones uh, beat the Bucks 28 21. Island 51, Leesburg nothing. PK Young, PK Young from the uh, near the Gainesville area. PK Young 56, Crescent City 7, a final. Up in Georgia, the Ware County Gators, the Ware County Georgia Gators 42. Uh, Banneker, 28, a final. Uh, Lake Gibson, 24. The Lakeland Dreadnoughts, 20, a final. Uh, Bradbury, uh, let's see, I'm sorry, Bradford. Uh, I knew there was a Barry in there somewhere. Bradford beat Newberry. Bradford, 51. Newberry, 13, a final. Uh, North Cobb, 44. North Cobb, 44. The Camden County Georgia Wildcats, 6. Camden County is kind of made up of uh, St. Mary's, Georgia, Kingsland, Georgia, Woodbine, Georgia. Pretty pretty big county in southeast Georgia for high school football. But North Cobb took them behind the woodshed and beat them in that first-round playoff game. North Cobb, 44, the Camden County, Georgia Wildcats, 6. Uh, Venice beat Plant City. Plant City has been a program that has been traditionally so tremendous year in and year out, but Venice defeated them. Uh, Venice 55, Plant City 7 the final. Uh, in South Alabama, this is in South Alabama, Opelika, Opelika 28, Spanish Fort 14. And that's a final. Auburn, Alabama High School 56, Enterprise 21. And that is a few of the high school football scores from North Florida, South Georgia, um, even parts of Central Florida and a pocket of South Alabama as well. So let's look at some of the high school uh, football scores from across our area, North Florida, South Georgia, Central Florida, even a pocket of South Alabama and surrounding areas as well. So we're going to try to get an update right now on the Jaguars game, which is going on and is, by the way, in the second half. We're going to see if we can uh, pick up that uh, – uh, stream of the game um, that's going on now. Jags were losing uh, twenty to nine. Uh, actually, twenty to nine early in the third quarter. We may have an update now on the Jaguars game. Larry Saucer from Saucer Realty sent me a message. How about the Gator basketball team? Well, I know they did win their first game over Elon. So, congratulations to the Gators. And hopefully Florida Gator basketball will have a better season than Florida Gator football. As that is the Florida Gators football team, five and five, and on the brink of firing 
some assistant coaches and Dan Mullen. He's uh, even in the wicket too. Oh, there's some people think Dan will get canned eventually, maybe this year, uh, or be on a short leash uh, next year. So we're going to attempt to, uh, you know, pull up our. We were looking at a. Um, uh, let's see. Give me a moment. We're going to attempt to get an update on the the Jags game, at least on the score. We're going to have final statistics after the game is over with. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has not had the best day today. Uh, right now it's 20 to nine, the Indianapolis Colts 20, the Jacksonville Jaguars nine with about four minutes and 20 seconds to go in the third quarter. Uh, we will continue. We will continue with more of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We may even try to update some more of these high school scores because we actually did have some scores that did not uh, get updated. We had a few partial scores, so we'll work on updating that on this podcast as well. Plus, we'll have the final stats of the Jaguars and Colts game at the conclusion. The Teal Shirt Report podcast, this is episode show number 70. The Teal Shirt Report podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast with great creation tools, enhancements, and improvements with Anchor.fm. That's how we do our podcast at Teal Shirt Report podcast. We do use the Anchor creation tools, and it we actually set up in like a, you know, like an Anchor.fm uh, um, studio, uh, you know, on our computer. And that's how it's done. Anchor.fm, one of our sponsors of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Also, Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs, home, residential, business, commercial real estate. It's Saucer Realty. And how about internet radio? When you want to check out some music on the internet, go to uh, LakeUfallahits.com. That's LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. And, you know, our Georgia Bulldog uh, football insider, our Georgia Bulldog football insider, Mad Max, has a music request show. Uh, You go to madmaxmix.weebly.com, or you can go to bigjreport.com and pull up our neighbor's uh, two-page. You'll find a link. You'll find two or three links on the website for the Mad Max Mix heard every uh, Wednesday night, in fact. So we do want to thank all of our sponsors. Of course, Anchor.fm, Saucer Realty, LakeUfallahits.com, where it's all good, great internet radio, and the Mad Max Mix Show. Mad Max Mix. The Mad Max Mix.weebly.com. And uh, you can follow us at BigJReport.com. And most of all those links you can find right on our website at BigJReport.com. More of the Teal Shirt Report podcast coming up. Please stay tuned. we got more to come.
Hey, Scott, this is Big George Bowen, number 99 in the middle of the line, formerly of the Southern Steam, which I can't wait to get back to the Southern Steam. Hopefully, we'll be back soon. But I just want to let y'all know I'll be playing in the South Regional All-Star Game with the Black, with the Dark Phoenix. I would love to see all of all of y'all there. I miss everybody up there. All right, that's all right. Cause I'm coming home for the weekend. I'll be there November twentieth. It'll be on seven thousand one Jefferson Road. All right, love y'all, man. Oh, I'll be wearing number ninety eight this time. But everybody knows. Everybody knows who I am. All right, I love you guys. Have a great day. Hey, that's uh, Big George Bowen. George is going to be playing in that uh, that semi-pro football all-star game. It's a national game. Uh, George Bowen played for the Southern Steam last season in indoor football. Uh, he's playing for the Dunedin Pirates in semi-pro football this season. And, you know, George plays about year-round. But he's going to be in that uh, semi-pro football outdoor, the semi-pro the semi-pro outdoor football national all-star game. It will be played in Jacksonville on Saturday, coming up November the 20th. Good luck to George Bowen. Hey, if you get a chance, uh, go to the game. It's, uh, you know, right here in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. I hope you get a chance to go to the game. Uh, we're also going to be uh, updating some more high school football scores that we uh, – you know, that we do have, um, we're trying to update some partial scores. Some of the scores we had, uh, were actually partial a little bit earlier. We do appreciate that, uh, report from, uh, George Bowen. We appreciate it very, very much. George is going to be, um, at that all-star game on Saturday, November the 20th, George, uh, Bowen and many other players will be playing in that, uh, national all-star football game. The National All-Star Semi-Pro Football All-Star Game. It's a National All-Star Football Game to be played in Jacksonville, Florida, featuring uh, big D lineman, big defensive lineman, big George Bowen, and others playing too. And um, Entertainment presents uh, this big football game on November the 20th, Saturday. It's going to be Saturday afternoon, November the 20th. Uh, admission only $7, so you got back in the day prices and uh, the national all-star football game, the national semi-pro all-star football game uh, will be played at 7001, 7001. That is um, uh, Richardson road here in Jacksonville, Florida, the Blackhawks versus the dark Phoenix. If you need more details about that game, uh, you can email Jacksonville Blackhawks at gmail.com. That's Jacksonville Blackhawks at gmail.com. All-star football game at back-in-the-day prices. Check it out. Game to be played here in the Big J in Jacksonville, Florida. Big George Bowen will be playing in the game um, uh, as well, among many others, some great football. Going to check some high school football scores. Um, we're also going to be reviewing the uh, Jaguars game today. Jags um, apparently falling a little bit short to the Colts. Trevor didn't have his best game today, but we'll talk more about that. First of all, 
Catching you up to date on some high school football scores. Bishop Moore 21, Danellen 20. Um, FSU High School, Florida State High School 55, Episcopal of Jacksonville 13, the final. Hey, a college basketball score in on Sunday afternoon, November the 14th. The Florida Gators kind of surprised Florida State today. Coach Mike White's Florida Gators team played some defense today. Florida now 2-0. They beat Elon, and now they've beaten Florida State. Florida Gators 71, Florida State 55. So at least the Florida Gator basketball team's playing good. We know Florida and Florida State will play each other in football in just a week or two, a couple of weeks uh, down the road, actually. So we're going to go check some high school uh, football scores as well. Jaguars, we do have the final score now. The Jaguars fall short. Uh, 23-17 to 23-17 to to the Indianapolis Colts. Trevor did not have his best game. Uh, we saw tight end Dan Arnold kind of console and talk to Trevor after the game. I think tight end Dan Arnold is uh, uh, starting to become a leader on the Jacksonville Jaguars team, as a lot of people thought he would. That's one of the reasons why the Jags traded for him. Of course, they wanted to get some you know, wanted to get some uh, punch out of the tight end position as far as some offense as well. So we'll pull up the high school football scores, and we'll also pull up the Jaguars stats of the Colts' loss to the Jaguars, 23-17. to want to thank Alex Nunnery for his reports a little bit earlier in the day. Alex literally, I mean, did some interviews and reports on that uh, Bartram Trail uh, victory that Bartram Trail had, and um, we will pull up some, again, we've got some high school football scores to give you. Ed White, my Ed White commanders, they were defeated um, by the Baker County Wildcats, so we're going to take a look at all those uh, high school football scores coming up. We had a low temperature in Jacksonville, Florida this morning of 43. Jacksonville, Florida, clear and 43 degrees Sunday morning, November the 14th. Our friends over in Eufaula, Alabama, 36 and sunny. Um, that was their low, 36 in Eufaula on Sunday morning, November the 14th. Apopka, Florida. I want to say hello to the governor of Apopka. Uh, of course, Mr. Larry Cole, the governor of Apopka, and he's also the Jimmy Buffett of Facebook. Uh, Larry Cole, they, they had it kind of cool, not quite as cold as some areas, but Apopka down in Central Florida, Apopka, Apopka, Florida, 51 and sunny, Albany, Georgia, 37 degrees and sunny, Savannah, Georgia, 43 degrees, and um, sunny skies as well. So we are going to bring up some um, high school football games. These are playoff games. You heard Alex a little bit earlier. He did uh, uh, some interviews um, concerning the to Coy Creek game. That was actually a last regular season game that uh, to Coy Creek played. So you got some interviews, uh, you know, from Alex Nunry. Um, we also checked uh, college football scores uh, on the previous podcast episode show number 69. The Florida Gators lost to Samford. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me repeat that. The Florida Gators beat Samford, but man, it looked like a loss in the first half. Florida Gators came from behind to defeat Sanford in uh, college football. Florida 70 and Sanford 52. We chronicle that game 
and many of the other college football games back on episode show 69 in the uh, previous episode. So we're going to pull up some uh, high school football scores. Um, We have updated a lot of these scores. We had some partial scores earlier, but uh, now I believe we we also have – a lot of those partial scores, we've kind of researched them and got them down to final scores. Now let's take a look at high school football. High school football playoff scoreboard in North Florida, South Georgia, Central Florida, and parts in a pocket of South Alabama, too, on Friday night, November the 12th, and surrounding areas as well. Uh, here on the playoff scoreboard, and again, Alex Nunnery, was at the Bartram Trail game, and he also heard some interviews from a, a last regular season game for Tacoa Creek in their initial year, their first year as a high school. Alex did some interviews at their last regular season game, but now we're in the playoffs. Uh, Larry Cole reported to us the Apopka Blue Daughters defeated Creekside. Uh, the Apopka Blue Daughters 42, Creekside nothing. Reigns Vikings 24, the Terry Parker Braves 10, a final. Baldwin, uh, their first ever playoff win in program history. Baldwin 28, Mariana 14, the final. Uh, University um, Orange City. University Orange City 35, Fletcher 14. Union County, Florida 49, Trenton 13, a final. Edgewater, 42, Bartow, 13. My mom went to Edgewater, Orlando Edgewater, 42, Bartow, 13, a final. Uh, Keystone Heights, I think they've only lost one game all year, and they won their first playoff game, their first-round playoff game. Uh, Keystone Heights, 50, Umatilla, nothing, the final. Baker County Wildcats knocked out my Ed White Commanders out of the playoffs. Baker County, 28. Ed White 12. We want to congratulate the Ed White commanders on battling all season long. It looks like the program is headed in the right direction now, and we look forward to 2022 at Ed White High School. But uh, on Friday night, Friday night, November the 12th, Baker County 28, Ed White 12, the final. Uh, University Christian here in Jacksonville advances to the second round as University Christian 66, Rocky Bayou nothing. The final, Wakula 52, Bishop Kenny, Crusaders 24, as Bishop Kenny gets uh, eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, Tim Tebow's old high school niece, where he played high school football at, uh, niece 24, Spruce Creek 21. That is considered, from what I'm being told, that's considered a, a pretty good upset, a pretty big upset. Niece 24, Spruce Creek 21, a final. Tim Tebow's old high school niece wins. Also moving to another game formerly known as Lee High School, where my dad went to high school, and sadly, dad, uh, Mr. Sonny, passed away uh, last year in 2020. He used to always ask me, Scott, how did Lee do last night? Well, I'm happy to say Lee won, dad. Formerly known as Lee High School, the Riverside High School General 17, the Lake City Columbia County Tigers 3, uh, Bartram Trail, uh, defeated Lake Brantley. That's the game you heard Alex Nunray doing the interviews at a little bit earlier in our podcast, episode show number 70 here. Bartram Trail 42, Lake Brantley 6, the final. Uh, Jones 28, Mainland 21. 
Florida State High School. They're also known as FSU High School, Florida State High School, Florida State High 55, Episcopal 13, the final. Niceville defeated Atlantic Coast. Niceville 20, the Atlantic Coast Stingrays 6, a final. Uh, West Florida 35, North Marion 14. St. Thomas Aquinas, we've got that final score. St. Thomas Aquinas 43, Delray Beach Atlantic 7, the final. Bishop Moore 14, Donnellan 6. And actually, let's see, we've got a further update on that score. Bishop Moore won that game. Let me give you the update. Bishop Moore 21 and Donnellan 20, uh, the final score. West Orange 55, Durant 6, a final. Vanguard 38, Palm Bay Heritage nothing. Uh, First Academy 42, Lake Placid 7, a final. Miami Killian 60, Cypress Lake nothing, a final score. And let's see, we mentioned this one earlier, Bishop Moore 21, Donnellan 20, a final. Gadsden knocked Andrew Jackson out of the playoffs. Gadsden County 16, Jacksonville, Florida's Andrew Jackson Tigers 14. Again, Jones uh, High School beat the Bucks. Jones 28, the Bucks 21, a final. Merritt Island 50, Leesburg nothing, a final. P.K. Young, where I understand Doug Dickey, the former Florida Gator coach back in the 1970s, went to high school. P.K. Young near Gainesville. P.K. Young, 56, Crescent City, 7, the final. Uh, The Ware County Gators, a high school team in Georgia named the Gators. The Ware County Gators, Ware County, Georgia Gators, 42, Banneker, 28, a final. So Ware County will move to the second round of the uh, Florida high school playoffs. Uh, Lake Gibson, 24, Lakeland Dreadnoughts, 20, a final. Bradford, 51, Newberry, 13, a final score. North Cobb eliminated Camden County. Camden County kind of encompasses St. Mary's, Georgia, Kingsland, Woodbine, the uh, St. Mary's, Kingsland, Georgia, and Woodbine, Georgia areas. Camden County lost to North Cobb. Uh, North Cobb way up in North Georgia. Well, they're not too far from Atlanta. North Cobb, 44. Camden County, Georgia Wildcats, 6. Uh, for years, Plant City's had a great high school football program, but they got beat by Venice in the playoffs. Uh, Venice, 55. Plant City, 7, a final. Uh, moving to a couple of games in South Alabama. Opelika, Opelika, 28. Opelika, 28. Spanish Fort, 14, a final. And Auburn, Alabama High School. That's Auburn, Alabama High School, 56. Enterprise, Alabama, 21. A final on uh, Friday night, November the 12th of 2021. And that's some of the high school football playoff action from North Florida, South Georgia, Central Florida, and even a pocket a pocket or part of South Alabama as well, plus surrounding areas. Let's look at the updated high school football Uh, state playoff games from Friday night, November the 12th. We'll break down the Jaguars' uh, disappointing 23-17 loss. We've got the final score now. The Indianapolis Colts 23, the Jacksonville Jaguars 17 on this Sunday afternoon, November the 14th. Uh, We'll take a look at the stats in just a moment. It It was not a banner day for Trevor Lawrence. The defense seems to still be playing well. 
in the game, it seems like the Jaguars, the Jacksonville Jaguars, are now starting to become a much more competitive team in the National Football League. Uh, we'll talk more about it as the Teal Shirt Report podcast continues. Stay tuned. Okay, you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Duval. Well, we lost. We lost this game to the Colts up in Indianapolis on Sunday, November the 14th. Controlled temperatures inside the dome here in Jacksonville. We got down to 43. I'm sure it was much colder up in Indy um, outside the uh, confines of their dome stadium in uh, Indianapolis. But. Uh, Tough loss for the Jaguars. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, 23. Again, the Indianapolis Colts, uh, 23. The Jacksonville Jaguars, 17. I did see Dan Arnold consoling Trevor Lawrence after the game because it certainly wasn't near anywhere near one of his best games. So when Urban Meyer, Coach Urban Meyer, said they made the trade for Dan Arnold and they traded uh, – you know, C.J. Henderson and swap draft picks with Carolina. And I, I, I guess they got off the phone with the Carolina people, and Carolina said, hey, they got to go talk to the leadership of their team. And Dan Arnold was one of their leaders. And that's when Urban, I guess, told Trent Baalke, hey, that's what we need. We need a leader on this team. And we did see Dan Arnold, who's you know been one of the leading Pass receivers is a tight end, a converted wide receiver. And um, maybe uh, Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold, tight end Dan Arnold is going to be a leader. Tight end Dan Arnold will be a leader and a fixture, hopefully for a while, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Chris Manhurts is more of a blocking tight end. I think Chris uh, got caught for holding one time today, but he's a pretty good blocking tight end and a catch an occasional pass. But, um, you know, even the Jaguars kicker, Matthew Wright, kicked a long 56-yard field goal. I think he missed an extra point, too, but we'll take, we'll take a look at all the, the summary. You know, what we, we've got as far as the scoring summary goes, let's go back to early in the game. Um, Indianapolis um, jumped out to a – Really, I mean, jumped out to an early first quarter lead of 17 to nothing. Jamal Agnew um, took the ball left in and um, scored. I believe it was a punt return, actually, right? It was uh, 66 yards. Um, Jamal scored many different ways. I mean, uh, Jamal Agnew scored on a kickoff return this year for a touchdown. A missed, a short missed field goal that he took back for a touchdown. And Jamal Agnew uh, rushed left to all the way to the Indianapolis end zone, a 66 yard uh, touchdown run. Jamal Agnew, 66 yards for a touchdown. And they say the, the drive was actually four plays for 78 yards. So it was actually, um, apparently, it was a play from the 
line of scrimmage. I may have missed that play, but, you know, we'll look at the highlights. And Jamal Agnew certainly ignited the Jaguars with that 66-yard run for a touchdown. Um, apparently, the uh, – let's see. The Jags must have missed that extra point there. 17-6, to Indy led. Uh, second quarter – Indianapolis kicked a field goal and a 29-yard field goal. Jags kind of dodged a bullet, you know, a couple of times in the game in the first half where they the defense of the Jags stopped Indianapolis uh, short of scoring a touchdown, and they kicked a field goal. Um, Matthew Wright hit a 56-yard field goal attempt. It was good. Um, the holder, Logan Cook, and the Jags trailed at halftime. Uh, 20 to nine. There was actually no scoring in the third quarter. The Jags defense played pretty good in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, the Jags got close. Um, James Robinson rushed up the middle to the Indianapolis end zone for a one yard touchdown run. Jamal Robinson, one yard out in the touchdown run. Jags went for a two point conversion attempt. Um, Trevor Lawrence, um, uh, threw a pass. The catch was made by tight end Dan Arnold for the two-point play. I guess that was officially, what, a, a two-yard completion on the two-point uh, attempt, which was a success. And the scoring ended with about two minutes and 22 seconds to play in the game in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, Bagley, Badgley uh, hit a 37-yard field goal, which was good for Indianapolis. And that kind of ended the scoring. The Jags uh, had trouble, you know, and in, in fact, Trevor Lawrence fumbled the ball the last time the Jags had it, and then the Indianapolis Colts ran the clock out. Final score, the Indianapolis Colts 23, the Jacksonville Jaguars 17. So I missed a little bit of the game because we were we got really, really busy putting together, you know, our high school scores and, and things of that nature updating everything, but I caught most of the game. I will check out, um, of course, the game highlights, and uh, we're going to check some, we're going to check some, some stats as well today, you know, on this football game between the Jaguars and the Colts. We're brought to you by the Teal Shirt Report podcast is uh, brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast, um, you know, with all the great uh, creation tools that Anchor has uh, for us to work with. Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast with all the great creation tools, a lot of enhancements and improvements. You know, over the last year or more, uh, we have done the podcast since mid-January of 2020, even before COVID hit in in March of last year in 2020. So we're going to pull up the, uh, the game summary and the stats on the Jaguars. And um, Jaguars uh, lost last year to the Colts, twenty-eight to fourteen. That's not the one I'm looking for. Jaguars played them closer, right? Jaguars played them closer this year. Uh, final score of this year's game, and this is the first of two games, actually. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts twenty-three, the Jacksonville Jaguars seventeen. Uh, the Colts did block a punt earlier in the game. They're running back, you know, Taylor's big day rushing the football, and we'll talk about that. But a block punt 
earlier in the game did hurt the Jaguars. I'm looking at a highlight of um, of James Robinson uh, scoring from about one yard out. Jonathan Taylor rushed for 116 yards and a touchdown. Indianapolis returned a block punt for a score, and the Colts' defense held on for a 23-17 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. Indianapolis in second place in the AFC South. They're 5-5. Five and five. The Jaguars fall to 2-7. Two and seven. The Jags are 2-2 two and two in their last four games. So we're going to attempt to, um, you know, pull up. Let's pull up the uh, the stats, you know, in the box score today's game. Trevor Lawrence had really an awful game. Uh, 16 of 35, 162 yards. Um. Let's see, his quarterback rating only 59.5. Trevor was sacked three times for, you know, a loss of 10 yards. So the offensive line, they've got to be held somewhat responsible for the, you know, the lack of of, of offense and, and Trevor not having a good day. Trevor uh, did make some, you know, some passes that weren't online all the time. I, I know he overthrew, overthrew at least one pass I saw. Let's take a look at the Jaguars' rushing game. Uh, Jamal Agnew, and this was a line of scrimmage run. It was not a punt return. It was not a kickoff return. It was 66 yards on kind of a, kind of a what, an end-around play um, that Jamal Agnew took from the flanker wide receiver position. Man, he's dangerous, fast and dangerous. Three carries, 79 yards today. The long run, a 66-yard run for a touchdown. And, again, it was not a punt return. The Jaguars had a punt block today. But Jamal Agnew is dangerous. you got to have him in the lineup. He, he's got to play um, some plays on offense as well as return kick, kicks and punts. Uh, Jamal Agnew, three carries for 79 yards, 26.3 yards per game average. That's pretty good on just three carries. 66 yards was a long touchdown run. James Robinson back in the lineup. Maybe his heel bothered him a little bit. 12 carries, 57 yards. I'm thinking Robinson may not have been at 100%. He got a touchdown on a one-yard plunge. James Robinson only 12 carries, 57 yards. Today, Trevor Lawrence carried the ball five times for 33 yards. I know on that last drive, he fumbled the ball back to the Colts, and then the Colts ran the clock out. LaVisca Chenault, uh, two carries, six yards. Man, Carlos Hyde is kind of a disappointment to me. Two carries, four yards. I'm not sure he's going to – you know, I I hate to say this about any player. I'm not sure Carlos Hyde is going to be back here next year. Jacksonville receiving Dan Arnold again, the leading receiver. Dan Arnold, uh, five receptions, 67 yards. Marvin Jones, two catches, 35 yards. Hey, James Robinson, give him credit coming off the hill injury. He did catch the ball four times out of the backfield for 27 yards. Laquan Treadwell played today. He was active. Laquan Treadwell, one reception, 18 yards. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, three catches, 15 yards. Carlos Hyde, one catch for zip, one catch for nothing. And uh, Jamal Agnew did not catch a pass, but he did run the ball on kind of an end-around play for a touchdown. Uh, Trevor Lawrence fumbled the ball twice today, lost one of them. Um, Let's take a look at – 
Again, passing Trevor Lawrence, 16 of 35, 162 yards. Not a good day for Trevor, 59.5 on the quarterback rating, sacked three times. Um, it looks like for a loss of 10 yards. Uh, Carson Wentz, 22 of 34, 180 yards passing. Um, let's see, Carson Wentz, I mean, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked once for 12 yards. Played a little, little bit better than Trevor with a 78.1 quarterback rating, but not a lot better. 22 out of 34, 180 yards. Trevor, 16 for 30, uh, 16 attempts. I'm sorry, 16 completions for 35 attempts and 162 yards for Trevor Lawrence. Um, the big stat for Indianapolis offensively was Jonathan Taylor, who's got to be considered the player of the game for Indy. Jonathan Taylor, 21 carries, 116 yards, plus a touchdown and a long 34-yard run during the game. As I mentioned earlier, Dan Arnold, the leading receiver again for the Jaguars. Dan Arnold, five catches for 67 yards, seven targets in the game. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about Indy right now. Um, Trevor Lawrence, again, two fumbles, lost one of them. Um, you know, one thing that I'll say about Trevor, Trevor did not throw an interception today. He did lose a fumble, but no touchdown passes either. Let's take a look at the Jags on defense. I think this defense is coming. They're improving. They lost today to Indy, but they kept the Jags offense in the game. Indianapolis 23, the Jacksonville Jaguars 17, the final score. Uh, Rayshon Jenkins, seven total tackles, five solo tackles. Malcolm Brown, five total tackles. Four solo tackles. Uh, Tyson Campbell seems to be playing better the last couple of weeks after coming off his recent injury. Like I said, the Jags seem to be, they seem to come into this game more healthy and healthier than they have been in previous weeks. Tyson Campbell, five total tackles, four solo tackles. Dewan Smoot, uh, five, uh, ta uh, five total tackles, three solo tackles, no sacks. The only sack was by nose guard Devon Hamilton. He's listed as a nose guard or a defensive tackle. Devon Hamilton, the second-year pro out of Ohio State. Two tackles, two solo tackles, and one sack, the only sack for the Jaguars today. Roy Robertson Harris is kind of stabilizing the defensive line some. Um, let's see, two total tackles, two solo tackles for Roy Robertson Harris. Adam Gotts' two tackles, two solo tackles. Josh Allen, not as big a day today. He did make two tackles, two solo tackles, no sacks. Kalevon Chase on a couple of tackles, two solo tackles. And so that's some of what we're giving you here. Shaquille Griffin or some of what we got from the defense. Uh, Shaquille Griffin, uh, three total tackles, three solo tackles. Damian Wilson's a linebacker that seems to be Really coming on the last few weeks. Damian Wilson, four total tackles, two solo tackles. Rudy Ford, who I like a lot, that's been playing nickel on defense, as well as Gunner on uh, special teams on the punt team. Rudy Ford, four total tackles and three solo tackles. Miles Jack, four total tackles, four solo tackles. Not everybody loves talking about defense, but there you go. Some defensive stats. Adam Gotsis, um, Made a couple of solo tackles today. Andrew Wingert, 
three tackles, two solo tackles. I mean, the the defensive numbers are really spread out like a kind of like a team effort. Uh, Kalevon Chason, two tackles, two solo tackles. Taven Bryant got a tackle. It was a solo tackle. And uh, Taven Bryant got close to a sack. And we're seeing more pressure up the middle from Jaguars defensive lineman Taven Bryant in his fourth year in uh, contract year uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Chappelle Russell, uh, one total tackle, one solo tackle. And that's basically it. The Jags, no interceptions today. Indianapolis, no interceptions. And that is the majority of the relevant stats today in a loss for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars lose to Indianapolis. The Jacksonville Jaguars losing. Indianapolis Colts 23. The Jacksonville Jaguars 17. And Indy came into this game about a 9.5 to 10-point favorite. So if nothing else, the Jacks covered the spread, right? As they say in some circles, Jaguars defense playing better. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing much more competitive football. I mean, they had a chance to win till the end, till Trevor fumbled the ball, and then Indy, you know, basically ran out the clock. Hey, thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast today. My sponsors include Anchor.fm. Our sponsors include Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. Saucer Realty for your real estate needs in North Florida, home, residential, business, commercial real estate. That's Saucer Realty in North Florida. You can find the link to Saucer Realty by going to BigJReport.com, scrolling our website. And when you when you scroll all the way down to the weather information, you'll find the link to Saucer Realty within that North Florida 24-7 weather that we have on the homepage. I also want to thank LakeUfallahits.com. LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. They got rock Saturdays, hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights, and deep cuts, deep tracks, unique songs late at night at LakeUfallahits.com where it's internet radio. And it's all good. So we want to thank our sponsors, uh, com, Anchor.fm, Saucer Realty. Hey, and look out for the look out for the Mad Max mix. Uh, Mad Max, our Georgia Bulldog football insider. He also does a music request show. Uh, you can find a link to the Mad Max mix at the BigJReport.com in the neighbors two area. That's uh, the Mad Max Mix, the Mad Max Mix .com. So check out Mad Max's uh, music request show on Wednesday nights. That's going to do it for our show, our podcast, our Teal Shirt Report podcast episode show number 70. Thank you for listening. Uh, you got the high school scores on episode show number 70, this particular podcast. And if you go back to episode show 69, the previous episode, uh, we give you a college football scoreboard and also the BigJReport.com uh, SEC power rankings back on episode show number 69. Thank you for listening to this episode, episode show number 70 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Our producers. Uh, Alex Nunnery 
And also, JC, thank you guys for all the help and support. That's going to do it for episode show number 70. My name is Scott, your host of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, and I am out. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again again soon. Tough loss today on Sunday, November the 14th, the Indianapolis Colts winning Indianapolis 23, the Jacksonville Jaguars 17. Again, thank you. Thank you very much to our producers, Alex Nunry and JC. You guys have a great day. And until next time, I'm out. My name's Scott. Have a wonderful day and a great week. Thank you.